ET IndyCar Series post-race press conference, joined now by our second-place finisher, Scott Dixon, driving the number nine PNC Bank Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing Teams. Scott, I know another runner-up finish, obviously a big storyline here for you this weekend, but take us through your race and, and how it played out for you and the team. Yeah, all in all, we've got to be happy with that. You know, it's, uh, it's always tough, tough competition. You know, we, we come here to win, but, um, you know, second place, great, great for points. I think we're, you know, only 20, 27 back now in the championship or something. So, uh, you know, it's uh, one of those days where we were kind of just really in defense mode. You know, um, we had really good early speed, but if we pushed too hard, you know, the tires were just, you know, killed after about 15, 20 laps. So uh, a lot of the time it was just trying to take care of the... You know, the tyres, I thought, uh, you know, on that first pit stop exchange, we made some really good gains. I made a small mistake on the uh, second pit stop with um, selecting second gear instead of first, which, you know, kind of bobbled us. And then obviously, uh, you know, um, uh, the 18 got in front of us, uh, which, you know, kind of, we couldn't get around them. We were stuck there. And, uh, you know, he was on a slightly alternate strategy. They did a hell of a job. But, uh, you know, with uh, that caution coming out on the third one there, uh, it was nice that actually race control left the green and let the field pit. You know, it's the first time I'd seen that. Uh, it's quite similar to, to what we see in IMSA and some other series. So, you know, obviously it has to be the right circumstance for that to happen. And, and uh, you know, I think Kyle and everybody up there did a, did a hell of a job to call it that way. Because um, otherwise it would have flipped the field and we would have been looking a lot, uh, a lot uh, worse off. But... Um, yeah, on that last pit stop there, I think Bordet had to put in some more fuel, so we were able to jump him, and, and uh, away we went. And, and from that point on, it was just trying to, to keep the tyres underneath the car. But uh, big credit to you know, the PNC Bank guys. Um, you know, pit Road, they did a hell of a job, uh, helped us today. Uh, but definitely as a team, I think we've got to work on you know, the dig. You know, we had pretty big dig and, and Coda as well. Uh, I think we you know, have some pretty quick cars for the first 10 to 15 laps, but you know, hurts a bit later. We heard you say on TV yesterday that this was one of the most mind-boggling weekends that you'd been through. Is it because of that DAG? Is that what you were referring to there? No, I think, you know, we, we tested here in November, and, and, you know, even that November test when we only run on blacks, we were over half a second faster. You know, uh, last, last year we were in, you know, the 67s every session, and this year we only broke, just broke the 69s in mm-hmm. uh, a couple of uh, points. So, you know, the car drove very different to, to what we were used to. You know, conditions were fairly ideal. You know, there was not too much UV on the track. You know, the track temp was quite low. Um, you know, we didn't have any hot conditions, but, the, you know, whatever Firestone maybe brought here, or maybe it was the other cars that ran this weekend, uh, just made every session a bit of a lottery of trying to figure it out. And the window was quite, sh- quite small. Uh, to get a lap or two and, and get the ultimate lap time out of it. So um, I think you saw that in qualifying. There was a very mixed field, um, you know, and, and, you know, I think you saw that today too with just cars coming and going. And finally, towards the end of the race, we saw Takuma Sato go off track a little bit. What was running through your brain when you, when you saw that happen? Yeah, I saw it and I was hoping he went oh, a little further off. But, uh, you know, he, 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 you know, it was his race today. He deserved it. He did, uh, he, you know, that was the only... Thing he did wrong you know and and uh he caught it we tried to put pressure on him uh it was actually quite tough to get close this year and i think that's again because you know the, the grip level was quite low um you know so it was really hard to, to to get close um but he you know and then in that situation when i pressured him you know my tires went off i started to back in board a really charged you know uh with about 10 to go and then he made another run with a couple to go he had a lot of OT and, and uh, you know, he nearly had us. So it was, uh, it was definitely a nail-body situation for, for the nine car there. I was just, you know, hoping to get to that, uh, you know, check a flag and, and salvage that second place. But, uh, yeah, it was interesting.
And I'll add in one more. Last weekend, we saw Colton Herta become the youngest driver in IndyCar history to win a race. This weekend, we see three veterans at the top showing a lot of, of grit and experience. What does that say about the diversity of the series? Yeah, I was just joking. It was the, the geriatric podium. Um, but no, it's, uh, it, it's good. You know, the, 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 the field is extremely tough here. You know, um, you know it's, it's great to see the young talent coming through. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's very important for the sport. You know, there's search, you know, such diversity, which is really important, especially in the growing times of the series. So, you know, uh, it was so cool to see, you know, her to win at Coda. He, um, he's been driving fantastically, so has Pato. Um, you know, and, and even Felix, for, for that matter. You know, there's there's been a lot of new guys this year, and, and guys stepping up, much as you know as Wickens did last year too. So, um, it's great to see, and it definitely keeps us all on our toes. And, and uh, you know, they need to hold off for a couple of more years at least. Yes, Bruce. <clears throat> the development at Takuma since he's joined the series, there was a couple of years there early in his career where nobody really wanted to get near the guy because they were afraid he might take him out in a wreck. But he's really seemed to kind of slow down enough to go fast. What, how do you see the development of him? Because the last couple of years, he's been pretty impressive. Yeah, I actually thought uh, he was driving Graham's car on the first two laps because Graham was driving pretty crazy there. Um, as soon as we got beside him, he was running us, running us off the track, which, um, you know, I think we had some pretty good runs there and runs that actually would have got the pass done, but had to be an avoidance. But, uh, yeah, Sato, you know, um, you know, I think it's when you find the right situation, you know, the right place, the, the, the group that you're happy with, and, you know, he's, he's done a good job, and... Um, I know he's got a lot of good people around him, and, and when you feel comfortable, you know, uh, you excel, and, and he's done that. You know, I think uh, sometimes when everybody's under pressure, um, you know, you make mistakes. But uh, today he drove, you know, flawlessly, and, and uh, you know, they came away with the win. Scott, um, you mentioned about the situation when the yellow came out and how IndyCar left the pits open so people had a chance to come in and pit. Um, it would seem that as long as there's nobody really in danger when the yellow comes out, if every driver slows down and then they work their way to pit lane, that would prevent a fuel-saving race, which can be kind of boring if that's what's going on, and maybe the fans don't always understand that if you have to constantly make your fuel number, but it would seem it can be done safely based on what happened here. What would you like to see in the future? Uh, you know, if I was at the back of the field, I would like to have seen it go yellow. Um, but, you know, where we were today, it was it was convenient. You know, I think all we really asked for is consistency, you know, and, and, you know, I think Kyle's kind of been heading towards this direction. It's always very hard to call, you know, that. I would, you know, I'd hate to, to have that job. It's, it's you know, and I'm sure somebody's going to be complaining about it, you know. So it's, it's uh, you know... For me, I think that's how we'd prefer to race. I think if you ask probably most of the guys that are normally racing at the front, that's how they would like it. Um, but also, you know, that, that, that flip of the field, you know, is, is what IndyCar's known for, you know, and, and it creates some crazy racing and some, you know, late race, you know, charges and, and winners that, that maybe didn't have that possibility. So, you know, there's many different ways to look at it. But, um, you know, today, uh, I think that situation was really right call. Any final questions for Scott? Yes, Bruce up front. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead. Um, you said that the track, like the grip levels, affected the quality of the racing. Um, will the resurfacing that's taking place, like before next year, have an effect on that? 
I'm not even sure it was the surface. You know, as I said, we, we tested here in, in November. You know, it wasn't that long ago. Um, maybe it was last year's tyre. Um, but then, you know, what we had this weekend was, was significantly slower. You know, at that test in November, I was in the 67s. And you come here and you just break a 69. Um, you know, it was, was on reds. You know, we, we only get to test blacks. So um, I can't imagine the track changed that much just over one winter. Um, you know, and, and other cars actually tested here not long ago and were faster than I think what we saw on the pole on blacks. So um, I'm sure everybody will dig into that a little bit to, to see, you know, where, where that goes. Um, I'm sure Firestone will maybe make some adjustments for next year if it was a, a tyre thing and something they tried. Um, but yeah, I think... You know, the first year, first few years we raced here were, were pretty epic. You know, there was a lot of uh, a lot of overtaking, a lot of passing. Um, you know, it's just one of the, the best facilities that we go to all season. And, and you know, I was kind of shocked to hear that they were going to repave it. So, uh, kudos to, to Mr. Barber. And you know, hopefully, it's the the right seal. I guess I don't know. Hopefully. And we'll finish up with Scott with Bruce. Forgive me if you've already answered this, but with Leist, were you? Surprised? Were you angry when he wasn't? When he didn't give you the position, and then finally IndyCar had to give him the blue flag. Yeah, it's you know I understand what they were trying to do. He actually you know went at it pretty hard for the first lap, and then realized that you know Sato was still pulling away, and he didn't have a chance to unlap himself. Um, you know, in that situation, he's just trying to make a quick pass. You know, pray for a yellow, and he's you know he's back in the race. But uh, yeah, he let me by you know after a lap, and and uh, we were asking you know for for a favor there, but. Um, you know, for the restart, but, you know, I don't think it would have changed the outcome. Scott, congratulations. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Just we'll welcome in Sebastian Bourdais, driver of the number 18 Team Sealmaster Honda for Dale Coin Racing with Vassar Sullivan. A two-stop strategy for Sebastian Bourdais today. Sebastian, when that when that call was made finally and you, you understood that's the, the direction the team was going in, what were your thoughts? I don't know. I knew all along. <laughs> that was the game plan, but... Uh... By lap 15, 16, I was like, guys, I am not so sure I can hang on that car for another 10 laps. It, uh, we, we thought we, we were a bit better than, uh, we'd be a lot better than we were. And uh, I mean, you know, it's all relative, obviously, if nobody really stuck to it or just maybe will or I can't, I mean, I have no idea really who stayed with it or maybe two or three others. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, uh, it was really tricky. And for us to start with the, the uh, you know um, Firestone red used tires already uh, might have been a little bit over optimistic, uh, but it worked out. It worked out. So uh, you know hats off to to the boys and the Sealmaster uh, Honda crew. I mean uh, they they obviously uh, had maybe more face than I had myself uh, to be able to wheel that thing all the way through uh, lap 26 or whatever it was. Uh, the plan was to hit 29. Uh, so. And when I saw that, I was like, man, that's going to be a long end of the race, trying uh, and divide that race in, in one more stop. I wasn't worried about fuel. Like, fuel was really not a concern today. I mean, it was very, very easily achievable, but uh, the problem was to be able to hang on to the tires. Uh, the sun came out, and that was the last thing I needed um, to, to go as long as we did and as deep as we did on the stints. As soon as the sun came out, every time, like, it, it was not consistent, but every time the sun would come out, the temp would go up instantly, and, and you would lose half a second or a half. Um, so I was like, oh, boy, uh, if that sun could go back behind a cloud, that, that'd make us a big, big favor. Um, and, um, yeah, that kind of, kind of worked, but uh, it was, was a lot of hard work, that's for sure. Towards the end of the race, you really did seem to be catching Scott Dixon in second place ahead of you. Did you feel like... 
maybe a couple more laps and you might have gotten him or no? No, I mean, it, it, um, I had saved on the front end uh, everything and more I needed to be able to be on the move and, and not have to save and also use all the push-to-pass I had. So I, I gave it a burst, uh, nine laps to go. I caught him in like a lap and a half, pretty much. And then as soon as I got in his rear wing, it was just nowhere past. He was, uh, he was staying low uh, and pretty much using the same lines as I was. Uh, had, he, had he been using something different, maybe I would have had a chance to, if I staggered or, and got some clean air, but you know Scott, he's just too good. Like he, he just knows exactly where to put his car and, and where to block and without doing anything wrong, but just, just completely kill your momentum and, and not give you any opportunity. And, and he, he played that to perfection. And I tried again on the last lap, thinking, you know, I mean, I got all that push to pass. I'm not going to carry it to the next race, so might as well use it. But uh, same thing, I ran him down and got his zero wing and almost crashed a couple of times. Just, it was just, uh, at that point, the tires were just starting to, uh, to give up. And it was barely OK on my own, but in traffic, it wasn't. So uh, just, uh, just a tough race all around, uh, but uh, really happy with the results. and. Uh, and uh, looking forward to Long Beach. Questions for Sebastian? Yes, Robin. Hey, Seb. Scott said that was the geriatric podium, and we were just talking about all the rookies for the last two weeks, obviously coming off of Coda. You're 40, Sato's 42, Scott's 30, I think 38. Just says, and this is a very physically... At 38 for a few more weeks. Oh, okay, there. sorry. Uh, it, and this is such a physical place, but it does say something about don't ever count anybody out just because they're close to 40. Well, I guess we would have gotten our butts fired if, uh, if we didn't, uh, you know, earn that spot. So uh, I don't think it's relevant. Uh, I, I, it's funny we were talking about it. I think uh, in that series, um, obviously the, 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 the physical constraints are, are high because there's no power steering, but it's also, um, you know, if you're in good shape and, and you, you do the job, um, it's also very feasible at 40 years old to be able to, to drive it 10-10 and, and not leave anything on the table. And I think the experience and, you know, like races like this where you've been there before, you've, you've had to manage those tires and, uh, and, and you know the fuel game and, and you know, you, you know the place and you know the feel when it starts to give you the little indication that left rear is kind of starting to give you a little bit, give up, uh, you, you, you know what to do and you've been there before and, and you take counteractive measures and... Uh, and you just wheel it out. And, uh, and that's certainly a place I had been familiar with before, and, and I knew I, I, I could survive to a certain point. I didn't really know I was going to survive it all the way, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, definitely experiencing that series is, is very important. And, uh, you know, it's just the beginning. You know, we, we're going to go to places that are just as tricky as this one, and then you get to Iowa and Pocono and, you know, places like that. And, and hang on to your pants if you have never been there, you know. Any other questions for Sebastian? Yes. Would you say the safety car period kind of killed your chances of taking the win today? I think Sato had us pretty much covered just by the fact that he, he managed to get himself, you know, in a, a very big lead early on and, and distance himself from the rest of the pack. Um, he did that by kind of playing his strengths early and, and going like brand new reds and, and then new blacks, new blacks. Um, in hindsight, I, I just, maybe that, was the, that would have been the right thing to do for us. 
we, we had the tires. Uh, we just really thought that the uh, option tire was going to be better. Um, I really kind of would want to see the outcome of the race without the yellow because I, I do feel like having been able to keep Scott behind as we had done uh, and we probably would have pitted the same lap because, you know, I mean, at, at that point, within 31 lap left, everybody would have ducked in because there's just really no reason to stay out and get hung out like in Coda for those guys. Um, so, yeah, I, I wish I would have seen the outcome of the race without the yellow, but I don't know that we would have had anything for, for Sato because he was just too far up the road for, for us and, um, and it really turned into a game of track position. Any other questions for Sebastian? Sub, congratulations. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. We'll be joined shortly by our race winner, Takuma Sato. We welcome in our race winner, Takuma Sato, driving the number 30 My Jack Panasonic Honda for Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing today in the Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama. Takuma victorious here from pole. Just take us through your emotions of how exciting this is. A really dominant weekend for you. Yes, uh, very happy. Very happy, obviously, needless to say. Um, this is the, uh, I don't know, it's probably uh, I don't know, cleanest race that I've ever won it. And, um, um, and again, you know, big thank you to the team. And um, without their support, uh, we wasn't you know, able to, to, to push this much hard. And, uh, you know, I think uh, engineers did a fantastic job. I think we... Didn't obviously we, we, we come here with hopes, always does, but you know, we honestly physically never really really expected to be this much of the domination be able to, to do it. Um, but all the conditions and the whatever you called, I think all the environment was really, really helping for us. And um, today I think uh, showing it such a domination that was a superb feeling. So I just really, really excited race. Towards the end of the race, obviously, a, a little excursion <laughs> off track for you, just to make things interesting. What was going through your head when that happened, and, and what did happen? Yeah, um, obviously, Scott, uh, I was charging uh, like a card, and so does obviously Sebastian. Um, we had about 1.5 to 1.78, that sort of like gap, and that was a controlling of it. But, you know, it's never relaxed. You know, outside probably looked easy to, to the winning, you know, from the uh, cruising and the pole position, but it wasn't really cruising. So I was really pushing hard, using push to pass on every single exit on the last 10 laps. So uh, it was a tough, and I had a little moment uh, into the turn eight, and uh, instead of having on a Friday and completely sideways and knocking the port out, I decided to go, oh, no, this time I'll go straight, because I knew I had to come back. So uh, it looks spectacular, but uh, it wasn't like that much. So I had a little moment, but I decided to go straight. Anyway, it was not necessary. <laughs> Give the uh, give the little bit uh, sort of heart attack to the uh, to the Bobby Leho, but uh, it need, I think again, Bobby, Mike Lanningham, and of course David Letterman, who decided to do in this morning, you know, after lock out the uh, the, 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 the front row with the Graham Rayho. So uh, it was it was great for for demonstrated such a um, such a great result in front of him, and uh, very very happy, very proud of the entire team. Racing can sometimes seem like a really momentum sport, and you're heading into 
uh, the Grand Prix, Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach, where you've been victorious before. How much do you believe in that, in that mentality of momentum? I think uh, I think it's a good for the boys. Obviously, certainly lifting up the entire morale and um, you know motivation-wise. I mean, physically here. I mean, I think the whole energy is definitely a good momentum. Having said that, it's totally different venue. And I think uh, again, I think it's clean seat of the paper. We go to the weekend. You see every single weekend session that anyone can be the top of the time seat. That much vindicacy is so competitive. So I don't see. Too easy or optimistic into the to, to the weekend at the Long Beach, but of course, of course, we wanted to perform as highest ever. So I think last year we had uh, a, a good race. Unfortunately, we had an incident, but um, up until then, I think we had a good race. Graham had a really good uh, qualifying in, in in the Long Beach. So combine that with this year's performance in Saint Petersburg and today's uh, performance, I think there is no reason why we can't be competitive again. Questions for Takuma? Yes, Chris. Takuma, given your history with Honda going back to the 90s, how rewarding is it to be the first driver to win this race for Honda since 2014? Well, um, this is a really fantastic you know, effort to the entire Honda family. And uh, HPD working really hard, as everybody knows. And um, it's a great competition between Chevy and Honda in the past few years. But I think uh, you know, we see good and bad, but I think, uh, you know, nowadays, I think Honda is very competitive. And, um, you know, you look at the uh, qualifying top five Honda and top three podium Honda again, I think we are very, very happy at the moment, you know. And of course, you know, Honda Alabama Grand Prix, we want it, I'm really proud of that. And of course, going to the Long Beach now is it's Acura. And this is long, long, long time, you know, Honda wanted that specific event. And uh, there is no one didn't like it, the uh, Long Beach, of course. It's a, such a special event. So I think, uh, it don't matter really manufacturer, but I think we will all enjoy the Honda, and uh, sorry, the, um, the Long Beach uh, Grand Prix, and uh, hopefully we'll be the very competitive. Two questions. Uh, Eddie Jones was saying that the reason the first pit stop that lasted a long time didn't bother you was because you had built such a good lead. Were you at any point anxious over how long that pit stop took? We were talking about it before the race, while we had advantage to starting from front row, which Grant and I talked about it. Whoever took the turn one, two, three, whatever you call it, um, take the lead. We we should shouldn't be obviously racing together at that point. So uh, we just wanted to have a, a solid uh, solid formation going to turn five, and then after that, whoever had a good pace should go for the wing. So we basically stretched the uh, the, 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 the the how do you say the gap between uh, us and, and the group because. Any moment for the yellow obviously disappear, but like you said, now changing the tire it can be it can be problem. So uh, you know you wanted to have any second in the pocket, and that's what I did, and that's why I started from the brand new red, and um, it worked really well. So um, it, it worked really well, and obviously while as a driver sitting in a cockpit and having problem on the mechanical failure or whatever the the, the, the tire didn't go on, on, it took like ages, but it's important to just head down and you do, do your job and um, just you got to believe that the boys will do excellent job in the next speed stop, which they did. So um, perfectly okay for me, it's racing, racing happened to happen, you know, I make a mistake too, so uh, you know, I don't blame it, but I think it, it's important to understand what's happening and make sure we will improve for next speed stop. 
And when you first arrived, you often drove faster than the car you were in, and sometimes that would get you in trouble. Now you seem to have the exact feel that it takes to go fast, maybe slow enough to do what you need to do to win the race, and how important has that become to your development? Uh, true. I think uh, some of that is obviously personality, some of that is the learning curve, and even 42 years old, it's still a learning curve. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a nice, uh, nice way that I got a great support from the team and my environment, all my team, and obviously Steve, my manager, and, and doing a spot of things in turn two and three. So we had a great relationship. Everyone who I have is very supportive, so I really appreciate and all the 30 boys. And that's why I can, I can build myself with confidence and slowly but surely we are moving a step forward, which is a, which is a fantastic feeling. Mary and then Stephen Robin. Um, to come at, uh, when the yellow came out, race control uh, made the decision, it, it appeared to leave the pits open before they threw out the yellow. Um, did that affect your fuel strategy at all? Because you described how you still could use the push to pass to keep that gap toward the end of the race. And you know it's much more exciting to not watch everybody trying to make a fuel number and nobody challenging because they have to save fuel. Right, right. Um, well, first of all, I think Indica did a great uh, job and a great decision that uh, obviously brought the yellow, but that's because of safety issue. Um, but uh, the, the, the car parked, you know, exit of turn nine was not the danger in position, and uh, unfortunately, I think the, the guy. Um, going to the uh, the problem in the pit lane was a little bit dangerous, so I think they, they brought the yellow after that. But obviously, that played extremely important decision whether in or not, because after that, I think anybody who pit stop it didn't do it. It cost it a lot. Uh, so it was definitely uh, making a um, uh, the decision, in which they did a good job. So uh, after that, 30 laps instinct, which required to do a little bit safe fuel. But I think um, it took uh, three or four laps before the start, which made us a little bit easier in terms of fuel. So, but again, you know, last 25 laps was, uh, you know, Scott and uh, Bode was on charging, and I was, uh, I was of course, in saving a fuel, but at the same time using a push to pass. So it was, it was a good challenge, and I think it, it was fun. So hopefully fans enjoyed it. Steve? There are races like this great for guys with experience? You know, we came into it, practice time was limited, tires changed, track changed. Is that where your experience and Bourdais' experience and Dixon's experience shows? Yes, I think uh, it's, it's definitely good to have a truck like this. You know, Barber Motor Sports Park is uh, just a beautiful facility, and I think the truck has got a, such a combination of the flowing high speed with elevation change, which is all the drivers love it. You know, it might be difficult to overtake, but that's, uh, that's the nature of the road course, and uh, we don't complain that. And obviously, Mr. Barber put an incredible effort on that. And I think uh, this is a, one of the, uh, you know, I think favorite circuit for the fans. I mean, look at the crowd today. They really, really enjoy it. So obviously, before the race, it was, it was a, a, so a lot of the fans and cheering. So I really love it. And I think a lot of young guys coming on board now. It's very, such a quality rookies this year. It's able to see it like us and uh, they, they combined it's a lot of a very competitive race so I think the series is growing really really nice way. Robin? Uh, Takuma, I think Mario was, Andretti was 53 when he won Phoenix and the Unser brothers were 48, 46. Obviously they all won races close to 50. Do we make too big a deal out of age in this sport anymore? I don't know. It's obviously the, the, the nice to hear and, and encouraging me that it looks like I have got another 10 years but in current formula, I don't know. You know, looked 
obviously, it's a, it's a very physical sport nowadays. Well, don't get me wrong, obviously, even the Mario days, of course it is, but now the cars are very fast, you know, putting 3.5 to the 4Gs, and uh, I had to have an extensive program for the training, and see how I go, see how I survive with age, and um, mentally, uh, I, I'm, still, I'm still happy, happy guy to, to race with, and if physically is, it is possible. I think um, I think Bobby will give me an um, opportunity. That's um, let's see if I can how far we can go. Josh? Where does this win rank among like your entire career, not just IndyCar? Uh, sorry, can you repeat? Where does this win rank among like your entire career, not just IndyCar? Sorry, I don't understand. Right. Oh, okay, okay. Like across all formula. I see, okay. Um, every single win is so special. And you can't really directly compare, you know, here to here, there. Of course, in the 500 win is no doubt about it. It, it, is, it is significant. But today, whole my career, hmm, I think this was uh, such an exciting win because I think it, what I've done for the from pole to win was I had to go back to the uh, British Formula 3 back in 2001. Since then, of course, I won Long Beach, other races, got a pole eight times this time, but in the seven, last seven races, I don't think I won it from a pole position. So, because it's Indicus, it's such a competitive, until last stint, last really lap, you know, an oval, you never, never know who's gonna go into win. So, in that game, to, to be able to nail it and pull to win, it is a, such a special feeling. Um, today, it wasn't really hassling, and obviously I was calm. Not the most exciting race, perhaps, in a good meaning, but um, I, I take this as very special, and especially my first career road course pole position in Indica series. And bearing in mind, this is a official, officially my first Indica test in track and back in 10 years ago, back in 2010. So it took a long <laughs> to, to, to come to here, but uh, that's why to me it's a special story, special memory, and this is definitely one of my corrections for the winning. Takuma, when you go back to, um, well, two weeks ago, the, the youngest driver in the series wins a race. Today, the oldest one does. When you look back over your career, does the significance of pulls and wins and success, has that changed since you were, since you were a younger guy, and, and now do you appreciate it more? Um, I really appreciate, you know, that, uh, the environment I have, and really thank you to everyone who is supporting the last 20 years of my whole race career. Really, really incredible, to be honest. I mean, obviously, Colton, Felix, and you name it, lots of great, talented drivers. Obviously, Colton won it last race, but the, uh, some luck, obviously, we were power dominant, and the, he had an unfortunate. So it's racing, it's happening, but he, he grabbed it when he needed. And today, I think we are the same situation. Okay, Penske wasn't competitive as he was used to, uh, usually, and so does Andretti, but today, we, we dominant in when we need it. And uh, I think uh, the keep, keep this momentum is incredibly important. And the uh, younger guys winning and the oldest guys winning, I think it's good for the sport. And um, well, let's see. I think this is the name of the sport, so it's a very exciting moment. One of the oldest, not the oldest. One of oh, the okay. oldest, <laughs> one of the oldest. I'm trying to give you a little bit of credit here. Any other questions for Takuma? Yes, Aaron. What can you tell us about what you learned over the off-season that helped this weekend? And what did you learn this weekend moving forward? And don't worry, we won't tell anybody. Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, 
over the course of the wintertime, I kept saying that uh, the engineering you know they made the significant changes and philosophies and uh, you know of course after Alan McDonald coming to the team, he brought uh, something that we never used to and that uh, we have to accommodate and adopt with our our way, ways to do that, and of course, my engineer Eddie Jones is uh, such a uh, such a uh, incredible knowledge and, and uh, feeling of, of the guy who used to be obviously racing at Pocono with AJ, you know. So it's uh, it's 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 a guy who knows about business in the cockpit. It is engineer, my engineer, which is a huge help. So I always believe and trust with engineer, and and uh, we had gone through some painful difficulty last year. But then after that, they, they, they really come back strong. So that was a, that was a job for the, over the winter. And uh, Graham and I have to physically, mentally prepare to, to reflect what they can prepare and produce this kind of a result. So it's, it's not easy, but I think this is a whole team effort. And that's what I learned. And even um, coming to this weekend, like Lipitli say, we want coming here to, to plan to dominate. You know, of course, we wanted to compet competitive, but after seeing a couple of road course tests, race, quota, we could be maybe top five, but it's never expected to be front row, which is uh, fantastic. This is motor racing. This is, uh, this is the science behind it, but this is also magical feeling as well. And that's, that's what I learned this weekend. So just, again, never give up and really, really attack all the time. And then you, have, you, you grab the chance. So, uh, that's, uh, that was today's result, so I learned a lot today and um, really happy moment for the really proud of the team. Any final questions for Takuma? Did you mention the Indy 500 in one of your favorite race wins? I'm just checking. Yes? You did? I, did, I just wanted to make yes. sure I didn't hear. <laughs> Takuma, thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you.